Ati Baba Testimony 123. Lori Instagram. Jesu Lolua. From the Rock City of Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Hearing the best makes you feel your best.
But I say you know, the prayer I've been the master key. If you know care, God don't believe me, you know God nothing. Ah, yeah. And it's about the bell on the so But if you can't see me, can't you show more? Oh, oh. If you call in me, go answer, show oh, oh. Hold on to me. You never let go. Oh, oh. Just gotta let the light in you show. But I go go babino. Oh, yeah. Mama, It's 7.05 on the clock and this is Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkuta. A very good morning and welcome to Freshly Pressed. As you know, Tuesdays, Thursdays, we're like a Velo during day and the one, the only, Hakim Kareem. We ride together and we track trending stories for you from newspapers across the country and around the world. Hakim Kareem's in the building in, I think this is royal blue. I'm loving the color. Whenever you start hyping me, like, <laughs> I'm scared. Where do we end? Lunch or now. You can't go end. past lunch, so don't worry. No, Nothing. lunch is easy. This is now. The weather simple, is ash. simple. Garegba. <laughs> And I have a bottle of Ghana. No, no, See, no, no. Hey, I want offer that. I've not been to parties and they serve that. Yes, they do now. And they pay a lot they of money do now, for that. Apparently. So if I serve you Gary Ekba with correct, Epa. correct Ekba. Ah, ah, Ekba and Ibu. sugar and ice. No, I won't even give you sugar. No, I'll, I won't give, sugar. You, I'll give you honey. Nah. <laughs> eh? That's bougie, Gary. Gary, you know what I like this, I know there's something, there's something, an ace up her sleeve. Ah, okay, so okay, I need okay. you to take that ace up your sleeve. Okay, And play the game. And play the game. Yes, yeah, so good morning. good morning. We're going to start off with stories from the Vanguard newspaper this morning, and the heading reads Zulum urges federal government to hire mercenaries, collaborate with neighbors to end insurgency. The governor of Borno State and chairman of the Northeast Governors Forum, Babagana Zulum, has urged the federal government to hire mercenaries and collaborate with Nigeria's neighbors to end insurgency. Governor Zulum made the statement in his opening remark at the fourth meeting of the Northeast Governors held in Bauchi on Wednesday, where he also lamented the low impact of military tactics in the fight against insurgency in the sub-region. Flanked by the governors of Adama, Bauchi, Gombe, and deputy governors of Yobe and Taraba, who represented their principles, the Borno State Governor said that nothing tangible could be achieved in an unfriendly atmosphere. Service chiefs have been changed expectedly. A new strategy by the new chiefs should be formed as insecurity in Northeast is taking a new turn for the worse because the tactics presently employed is having limited impact. The federal government should seek for support from neighbors with a view to finding solution to end insurgency. The used the use of hired mercenaries should also be employed to end the insurgency and for us to permanently address the problems of insecurity, out-of-school children and infrastructural deficits, we must step down, we must stem down corruption. 
Zulum further advocated for the conversion of all boarding schools to day schools in affected places where kidnappings have occurred, while also calling for the protection of critical infrastructure to avoid a repetition of a terrorist attack on electricity infrastructure that has left Bornu in darkness for the last seven years. Giving his welcome address, the host governor, Bala Mohammed, who supported his Kaduna state counterpart for creation of state police, reiterated his belief that recruitment of locals in the armed forces to guard their own localities will drastically reduce insurgency in the sub-region and nationwide. He noted further that the state police, if established, will provide complementary efforts for the activities of the federal police and wider coverage of police protection and other relevant engagements. And that's the story according to the Vanguard newspaper. Zulum urges federal government to hire mercenaries to collaborate with neighbors to end insurgency. Yes, I think, um, yes, Governor Zulum, I watched part of the meeting, Northeast Governors Forum, and I think he's also the chairman of Northeast Governors Forum and... Uh, he said a lot of things and particular interest how he also offered to no you know it wasn't him it was governor matawale who said if his resignation will bring peace and uh, to the to, if he was sure his resignation will bring peace that he will gladly resign, resign. you know that's so unusual from a nigerian politician it shows how exasperated they are how exhausted they are that they feel that oh if my if it's if i'm the issue if i'm the challenge here then I think I, I should step aside. And now, well, a lot of people may say, "Oh, why do you bring uh, um, mercenaries? Mm. Why, why, why will you do that?" You know. But the truth of the matter is that all along history, wars have been won most times, or sometimes, by people that have no interest in those wars. Mm. And this is a war that has to be won. This is a war about our integrity. This is a war about about who we are as a people. Because when people just come in, insurgents, bandits, Boko Haram, call it whatever name, you know. And then they come, they do not come in the conventional warfare. They come with the guerrilla styles, guerrilla tactics. They attack you, they withdraw, they come, launch attacks, they withdraw, they catch you unawares, they run away again. That means that you have to use, use all conventional methods to also tackle them. Like Governor Zulu said, he stated emphatically that the orthodox military tactics is not working. And I'm sure this man is talking about my experience. We also saw the video where, where he was crawling hmm. on the floor, hmm. on, on the ground. Yes. We also saw the video. And we, in that same video, we saw men dead on the floor. Hmm. It could have been him. Yeah. He was rescued from that place with an armored personnel carrier. You know? You know and uh, you know, after that, he has actually reduced his visits to those troubled regions. But I'm sure the way the man wanted is that if it was possible for God of Zulum, from what I've read and said about him, hmm. if it was possible for him to be at the forefront, he would be, he would be there. there. Do you understand? So when he talks now, I think he's speaking because he probably he's saying that, oh, I wish I could do this, but I do not have the wherewithal to do it. Hmm. Don't forget, the other day we're talking about governors being CSO, chief security officers, of and, and being unable to do anything. Now, I'm sure if God of Zulu had the constitutional power to effect these changes, to effect the changes to bring in mercenaries and to dialogue with the Republic of Chad, the Republic of Niger, right? Then he would have done it gladly. But we have a reality where all the powers, gargantuan powers for that matter, mm. reside with Mr. President and the federal government of Nigeria. And it is debatable whether these powers are being, uh, are, are being exercised in the, in, in the best interest of the Nigerian people, either rightly or wrongly, whether they make mistakes and correct them, or whether they deliberately choose to allow some things to go on. So I think if you say more machineries, I realize that even I remember during the, the core war of the 
of uh, of the American troops in Afghanistan, when they had to go to some territories in Afghanistan, they used locals. They use mercenaries. They, they, really use, they, they use pe- part of those people, mm. you know, because they know the terrain, and they are fighting for not for anything, not for pride, not for integrity. They are fighting for money, and uh, they know that oh, if it, if it happens this way, they know the consequences. So, and then he also brought another appeal: let's involve the government, the foreign, our neighbors. You know, the other time we were saying there should be this tripartite joint control command or something. I don't know what has happened to that. Because it's apparent that these people are able to come in, launch attacks, and then move into territories where they have no control. Hmm. The other day, uh, is it uh, President Debbie? Of Chad. Of Chad. Go follow he the came army. into Nigeria. Yeah. We yeah. Did not, he forgot about any sovereignty protocols or whatever. That's the results as well. They were and he got, he, got, he got the results. Hmm. The other day, American troops landed on Nigeria territory to rescue one of their to citizens. rescue theirs. So that what that says to us is that our our neighbors matter, hmm. and how we are on the same page with them matters in this fight against insurgency. Because this is taking too long. And I was standing the other day, and one person was talking that we have to battle with this for the next twenty years. Uh oh. Yes. Let's hope. Not. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, we're going on eleven years now since you know Boko Haram started ravaging he Nigeria. He said twenty years from now. Wow. That is not something you win overnight. But then. We have to see results. They have to do more. Uh, the soldiers, soldiers, even retired soldiers can be part of the mercenaries. People who know that terrain. Mm. You know that uh, for a very long time, there was a lot of success recorded because of the impact of the civilian JTF. Yes. A particular in Bono State and that axis. So I think of the Zulu is talking from hands-on experience that he has gathered on the job, from his passion and from the empathy as for his people that how can my people continue to die continuously? Mm. Without any, uh, without much being done about it, not that not, not much is being done, but like we also say, the efforts really matter. It's the results that those efforts bring that matters to people. Very nicely said, Hakim Karim. Let's track another story quickly. This one's from this day newspaper, and the heading reads: "One feared dead as Zamfara schoolgirls reunion turns bloody." One person was feared dead and others reportedly injured yesterday when a mob invaded the venue of the reunion of the 279 students of government secondary school in Jangabe, Zamfara State, at the school premises. This is coming as the Zamfara State Governor, Mr. Bello Matawali, has accused the watchman of government secondary school of alleged involvement in the abduction of the schoolgirls on February 26th. Matawali has also disclosed that he was not intimidated by the no-fly zone declared on his state by the federal government, stressing that he was ready to resign if that could bring about peace in the state. According to a Rise News channel, the broadcast arm of this day newspaper, three people were fatally shot when the reunion of the schoolgirls with their parents turned violent. The report disclosed that at least one of the shot victims was confirmed dead, while the other two were fatally injured by the military. The incident occurred when locals took up stones and other weapons expressing outrage over the long speeches being delivered by government officials. It goes on to explain that the parents had waited for several hours before the government officials arrived from Guso, the state capital, with the students. The situation, it was gathered, went out of hand when the government officials started making long speeches instead of handing over the students to their parents. When the parents became tired of the long speeches, they went inside by force to take their children home. The approach adopted by security agents to restrain the parents angered the youths who started throwing stones, smashing windscreens, and attacking people with weapons a journalist who witnessed the incident told this day that 
also reported that the locals then invaded the school premises, disrupting the process while government officials were still making remarks before handing over the students to their parents. The Zamfara State Education Commissioner, Mr. Ibrahim Abdullahi, fled the scene immediately the chaos started while vehicles conveying journalists were attacked but no journalist was hurt i'm going to stop right there you can track the rest of the story from this day newspaper i mean there's always a lot of pomp and unnecessary pomp and pageantry like these kids were kidnapped their parents have not been able to sleep they've been apprehensive they've been anxious then you bring them after the press opportunity in abuja wherever it was guso then you finally bring them home and then you want to still give long speeches. Their parents weren't having any of it, and it descended in chaos. I guess security operatives thought the best way to calm the, the crowd was to shoot, and now one person is dead. The story says two others have been fatally injured. Does that not mean dead? No. Fatally injured. Wounded. <laughs> fatally. Maybe. Life, maybe <laughs> you, life, said maybe you should say like, life-threatening, perhaps. But anyway, but very fatalities. sad. Mm. Fatality may not always be mortality. Mm. And now the thing for me is <laughs> the Nigeria, Nigeria uh, our governments now, you know, we like optics mm-hmm. and we like to major in the minor. We like to leave the essentials. I like Latifiatesle. You know, you know, a test leprosy. You know, and when we leave leprosy and we, we attempt to we attempt to cure eczema, you know. So that that is it. The the, the the politicians like to turn everything into into a political avenue to seek support. And unfortunately, most times, they, they, they really do it on intellectual or superior argument basis. They most usually do it on primordial, uh, ethnic, religious sentiment. The people have been found. The, the children have been found. We have already shown uh, should be a job for them. Mm-hmm. We have seen them in the, everywhere. <laughs> Why the long speeches again? <clears throat> However, I think the... the and so they, they, it was not because they were holding them to ransom. No, it was, it was not because they were wasting their time that they were angry. They were angry that because they felt that this is not what is at this point. point in time. What are you doing to prevent future occurrence? You know, so the, the, the throwing stones was a way to to express their anger mm. at, at at the government. That okay, this has happened. I wish it's not going to happen again. Mm. So now we don't we don't even know how much it has cost you. Or you have spent to get them released, and now you have turned it into political uh, jamboree or rendezvous, if I can use that word in that context. You know, and at that point, people were like, "What exactly is happening? Are we? Here? Are you? Is it a soapbox? Are you contesting here? Are you campaigning here? It was our kid. Let's go home. We have faced the trauma. You have not faced the trauma. You are, you are just involved in it because it's, 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 you are elected, mm. and so." At that point, although I, I at the same time I also object to the use of throwing stones, breaking vehicles, and the like, but unfortunately, it's difficult to 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 ask a, an angry person how to react. Mm, mm. It's, it's difficult to predict or tell an angry person that oh, use your response is not commensurate with it. It's rather like saying, okay, you are beating a child and you're asking a child not to not to cry, that you need to keep quiet. So, in my opinion, I think um, government in Nigeria needs to study. And have emotional intelligence, have empathy for the people. These people are, have have not been able to sleep for many for many days or days. And this is the same country where some people have been lost and they were never found again. Mm. And you don't find them, you just start giving long, long, long speeches. I think what would have been done, if they told them that they were debriefing the children to tell them, okay, or they are having a psychological session. Do you understand? Yep. I'm sure the parents will not have kicked 
But when they come, they realize that this discussion we have no impact on anything. On anything. We don't change anything. And they just and, want to get their kids home. And and, and and that's more important for them. Very sad, but you know, we're thankful that the girls have been found and as of yesterday they've been reunited despite, you know, the chaos that um ensued in that, you know, situation. But we're still grateful that they've been found and reunited. Um we hope that, you know, nothing like this happens again. Mr. President said it won't happen again. Yeah, we can only keep our fingers crossed. Mr. President has also said that security agents should shoot anybody with an AK-47 on site. Anybody carrying an AK-47 illegally is going to get shot on site. But we'll look into that story um, in a bit. Let's look at this one first from the Punch newspaper. And the heading reads, Ogun residents in Bene Republic says Red Cross. The Nigeria Red Cross Society on Wednesday said some residents of Yewa area of Ogun State had relocated to Benin Republic following attacks by suspected herdsmen. The Ogun State Executive Branch Secretary of the Humanitarian Group, Oluwole Aboyede, who lamented that the residents of the Yewa were living in unfavorable conditions, said his team went on the affected communities, including Igboro, Agmon Ojodu, Igboro. Igboro. Ojodu. Asha. Okay, he shall went to the, the affected communities. He said many of the residents had deserted their homes to seek refuge in Bene Republic. He added that some of the people come to the communities during the day while they sleep in Bene Republic. He added that what I saw there alongside my team, I will term it as a very serious disaster. The kind of welfare that is expected to be in the place does not exist. I got there, I saw electric pole wires are on on them, and I asked people if they have electricity. They told me that we are seeing, what we are seeing are just decorations, that there has never been light in the area for over 40 years. The people have deserted their homes and they now sleep in Benin Republic. You can imagine people leaving Nigeria to seek protection in another country. The situation is more than pathetic. Aboyade explained that Red Cross would seek assistance from well-meaning Nigerians to help in providing succor to the residents of the affected areas. When contacted, the chairman of the State Peacekeeping Committee, Kayode Oladili, said he could not speak to correspondents over the matter. Oladili said he was on tour of the affected areas with his team members. When asked if the committee would be visiting the Ogun citizens in Benin Republic, Oladili said there was nothing of such. And that's the story according to the Punch newspaper. Ogun residents in Benin Republic says Red Cross. And the Red Cross, you know, goes on to list... A couple of communities in the Yewa um, side of Ogun State and says that residents from those areas have fled and that they come into Ogun State during the day, I guess, to do their business and then go at night to Benin Republic to sleep because of their safety. But I remember on Tuesday we discussed this and a commissioner from Ogun said, oh, no, 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 those are foreigners that are just working here and they've gone back to their own countries. Now we're getting from the Red Cross that it's not foreigners, it's Ogun residents. Our own residents have had to go and seek refuge in a neighboring country. And we delude ourselves that that country wants to join us. Exactly. As the same state. No. I think the reality of the matter is that the, <coughs> most of the state governments are, and governors, I don't want to say they're incapacitated to handle the security challenges. I think the, the incapacitation is not out of lack of capacity per se, but because of the constitutional uh, framework that doesn't give them any troops, that doesn't put a lot of... Yeah, yeah people can say they have the uh, security votes, but I think that argument is too pedestrian. It, it, it's not every problem that money solves. Even if you have all the money in the world and you don't have the right framework 
the, the money will have little or no effect. And a person with little money, with the right framework, will even get the results better. So I do not want to actually put this at the doorstep of Governor Dabwabeldu alone. But to see it as a totality of failure of security in Nigeria. Do you understand? Why is it so easy for them to cross the border? Not that they cannot cross the border mm. and go and seek refuge there. And just kilometers away, they are unsafe. So unsafe, they cannot pass the night there. Do you understand? Like, let, let me tell you, give an instance. Recently, like two weeks ago, in the around nine odds area, Lafara area, okay. there was an issue of cows being shot and the Fulani men threatening to, to, to revenge. You mm. know, somebody actually called me and at this stage, I told the person, see, the most important thing for you is your life first. Can you please leave that area if possible for you with your family until things cool down, until negotiation, they were negotiating, discussing. I eventually, the state government decided to pay for the dead cows and all the likes and, you know, just to douse the tension. So, at the time, personal safety is very important. And like I tell people, the first law in life is law of self-preservation. Not to preserve yourself again or to, to use self-preservation to cheat on others, but protect yourself. Because you cannot protect yourself. You can't be a good counselor. You can't be a good chairman. Because even if you cannot protect yourself, mm. it's difficult for you to protect others. Do you understand? And so, in my estimation, this issue of insecurity needs to be tackled frontally with enough commitment and put enough resources. Mr. President can do a lot of things by rejigging the architecture, security architecture. We talk about this every day. That's only become a sing song for us. Review the security architecture, review the security apparatus. If there are constitutional uh, defects or, or issues that, uh, that limit the powers of governors, you can use an executive order to correct them. Anybody who goes to court to challenge that, I'm sure the Supreme Court will rule in favor of what will bring peace hmm. and security. Hmm. You, don't, you, you don't have to wait for 10 years. Now, we have been on this review of national constitution for many years now, with no result. In the, in the Eighth Republic, they, they, they work so hard on it, and in one soup, President Gordon Jonathan, no, was it Gordon Jonathan? Yes, just refused assent. And that was it. That was the end of it. You know, But Mr. President has powers. To issue executive orders, mm. to, ref, to even to, it, it may not be in violation of the constitution, but it may it may not be in line with the dictate of the constitution. But that does not make make it unconstitutional. Or somebody goes to court to challenge those executive orders. So we need to do more. And uh, the Ogusei government has well have responsibility to play. These people are indigenous of Ogusei State yes. before they are Nigerians. Yes. They are indigenous of a particular local government because they, before they are Nigerians. And that's when the issue of failure of local government administration comes into place. If people are feeling so unsafe, they're always the nearest person to them. Is it not their councillor? Mm. Is it not their chairman? Where are those chairmen? Where are those councillors? Are they elected? Or are they from the April spring of Mr. Governor? Mm. You know, where is this issue of security? It's not something you say it's only Abuja alone, or it's only Okemoso alone, or it's only um, Ms., uh, go the governor that is responsible. It's a collective decision from all of us. And I don't blame the people who run for their lives. I would do the same if I was in that, in that, in that scenario. I'll do the same. Mm. So we need to do more. And the government must stop shining, must stop pretending that all is well. Mm. Stop playing the ostrich. First up to reality. The way you keep saying, ah, it's not true, it's not true. Then subconsciously, you're even unable to put your mind or your brain to use to recreate, to fix the problem. The when you are, you, are, you are pretending that ah, all is well. I think when that a lot of Nigerian office holders, either elected or appointed, just feel like if they get any criticism, is from their haters and from those that don't want them to succeed. Not realizing that sometimes those criticisms are coming because they are real problems and it just takes you looking into it, you know, perhaps to find a solution as opposed to always thinking it's a lie. 
they are trying to, you know, derail my administration or derail the my... The average team. Nigerian politician <laughs> wants no criticism. Yes, yes. They, they just want to, praise they want and psychophancy. They, they do not want praise, though. They want absolute psychophancy. <laughs> who will only see things from their point of view, who will all agree with them, you know? And unfortunately, when they leave office, those are the first people that, that quarrel with them and fight with mm, them. Mm. Do you understand? But so, the truth of the matter is that there can be uh, there can be no white clouds without gray in the, in the clouds, and there can be no totally gray clouds without white, without white linings in them. Mm-hmm. So, so we must learn to live with criticism, and because that's what will make us better administrators, better persons, and make the society improve. Mm. But when we when we see every criticism as the voice of the opposition or wailing and uh, whatever names you call it, mm. I think it's not the right way to go. From the Daily Post newspaper, jets transport arms to bandits, pick gold illegally, says presidency. <laughs> the presidency has suggested that influential persons were engaging in illicit trade in Zamfara states. The government said jets were used to transport arms to bandits and move gold illegally out of Nigeria. Garba Shehu, presidential spokesperson, told BBC Hausa these were part of the reasons a no-fly zone was declared. Jets are being used to pick up gold, mined in some parts of Zamfara, and exported. There is a Nigerian gold market in Dubai. The government is losing, the people of this country are losing, he said. On Tuesday, National Security Advisor Major General Babagana Mongonu retired, announced the ban on non-military aerial movements in Zamfara. There's also a ban on all mining activities in the northwest states. Buhari ordered massive deployment of military assets to restore normalcy. The state faces a serious banditry challenge. Hundreds have been kidnapped and scores killed in 2021 alone. And that's the story according to the Daily Post newspaper. Now, there's another story that came out yesterday and variations of it are on most of the dailies across the country. And that one is from the ACF, the... Um, the the leaders of the ACF, basically Arewa Consultative Forum, headed by um, Aldu Ogbe, are asking the government to extend the no-fly zone um, to states like Benue, Taraba, and I think Katsina as well. And they say that it's because helicopters apparently drop food and weapons for the bandits. I'm going to track that story right now for you. And this one's coming from the Nation newspaper. So I want Hakim Karim to react to the two of them at the same time. It's all about helicopters. So let's, let's read through quickly. Okay, so this one goes on to explain... It. It starts off by explaining what I just said about Zamfara states that aerial supply of arms, ammunition and food to bandits is a major reason for the imposition of no-fly zone order on Zamfara states. It was lent on Wednesday. Besides, helicopters are also used to illegally transport gold, gold mineral from the states. The federal government slammed the no-fly order on the state on Tuesday after the National Security Council meeting. It, was also, it also banned all mining activities in the state until further notice. Nasarawa State Governor Abdullah Isule described the decision as fantastic and long overdue. But Zamfara State Governor Bello Matawale rejected it, saying the Security Council does not seem to understand the nature of security problem in the state. He said it will not solve the security problem and that members of the Security Council, whose meeting was presided over by President Muhammadu Buhari, would realize at the end of the day that they only, they only, want, they only went to the meeting to drink. Okay? 
<laughs> Multiple security sources yesterday revealed that there is credible intelligence that bandits get their arms and ammunition by airdrop. The fact that Zamfara State is landlocked supports the intelligence. Declaring the state a no-fly zone is intended to cut off the bandits' arms supply chain while the troops move in to flush them out. The decision was purely for security and has nothing to do with politics. It was taken to check the growing security problems in the state. Okay, it goes on to explain that um, the state is surrounded by Zamfara is surrounded by Katina, Kaduna, Niger, Kebi, and Sokoto, out of which it was carved out in 1996. Investigation also revealed that activities of wealthy and influential mining licensees also led to the no-fly zone. It is believed that the action will lead to cuts to the cut of supplies to bandit cells in the forest by 70 to about 90 percent. Okay. Track the rest in detail from the Daily Post newspaper. So we have for certain no-fly zone order on Zamfara. But some other states are asking for the same thing, saying the same way you say bandits are getting arms and food dropped by helicopters, that the same thing's happening in Benue, Taraba, and Katsina. So they want the government to extend the no-fly zone to those states too. But we have it confirmed in Zamfara. And Zamfara zone is at has an added angle to the fact that they say that they are illegally exporting gold mineral out of the states. Yes, I think uh, the issues of insecurity in Zamfara State is a very peculiar one. Initially, it started with issue of banditry from Katsuros last mm. and Edamen. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, and this is not being said, and I noticed this, that in Zamfara State, it was the Edamen, it was the Katsu uh, Edas that were the there were, there were the victims. Yes. In, in Zamfara. In Zamfara. The it cattle was, rustlers were, and, uh, you know, decimating the herders. Why? Well, it's just like herders were, des, were decimating tell, farmers in other parts, parts of, of Nigeria. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But Zamfara is a different case. Then later the issue of uh, mining came in. Now, don't forget that uh, when you have resources and you do not tap them appropriately mm-hmm. or there are no enabling framework to, to tap this material, uh, mineral and uh, the, look, the, the, the closest government, which is local government and state, have no control of them and it's left uh, almost uh, follow them, that uh, in a way, people will come and take these things and now the issue of mining has become a part of it. Not just mining, gold mm. mining. And we know what gold can do to an economy. We know how other serious countries are investing their future earnings in gold and other things like that. And so when you look at the no-fly zone, what's the no-fly zone? Flights are not supposed to fly. Uh, helicopters, private jets, planes, you know, and all the laws. But what I can look at it critically. Those flights, were they actually legal flights in the first place? Illegal. Instance? They were illegal. Do you understand? So, asking, putting a no-fly zone will not stop them. Because they were already doing it illegally in the first the, place. Uh, I think it's the Federal Airport Authority of Nigeria that approves all flights. Mm. will never approve them. Do you, did not approve them in the first instance. So they are flying under the radar in the first place, you, and they're going to keep doing that. You, you, so making that order without backing up with action. And what is action? Match them greet for greet. If they are operating on the hair, tackle them in the hair. Not a no fly zone. Hmm. Somebody, uh, Amoba is coming to your house to steal, to steal. You know, <laughs> place that notice that. Do not enter. No, no enter. Break, no, no breaking, no entry. You don't understand. <laughs> We are talking of adding criminals here who can afford to hire private jets, who can afford to get helicopters. The other time when we heard, when we, we listened two, three years ago, that bandits were getting supplies from choppers, the Nigerian government vehemently denied, denied it. But now we are coming on to the reality of our playing the ostrich. 
which I have played for so long, we refuse to accept the reality until it has reached our jugular, almost holding our jugular. Do you understand? So, in my, in my estimation, this no fly zone may be a two waiting, may be a good one, but then it does not stop the people who have the private jets, does not stop the people who have the small aircraft, does not stop the people who have the helicopters to continue to do what they need to do. Mm. What the government needs to do is to enhance its capacity, the area capacity. And you know that and usually this, is, this is happen in the night. Mm. So those people will even have more capacity for them yeah. to be able to fly in the night safely. We have not had any crash from them. No helicopter has crashed because they did not have good lights or good, uh, uh, what do they call it, the, the, the facilities for landing in the dark or for taking up. Many times you'll be in the airport, they tell you, ah, because the weather is bad, you have to wait yeah. for six hours. It has not happened to them. <laughs> do you understand? And already there are illegal, illegal flights. And Mr. Governor, who is on ground there, said this is not the solution, no. But apparently nobody will listen to him now. Mm. Nobody will listen to because him. Because now it has become a, oh, because they are PDPO. He actually said APC. to them, hmm. something very funny to me, that they only went there to drink tea. Yeah, they went there to drink. They were, it's not sense <laughs> how they went there to drink. Yeah. So, at that point, where Mr. Governor, who should be the central to the decision-making, was not of, involved. Was not even carried along. Now, when there are issues, somebody will not blame that governor. Hmm. Do you understand? The local politicians in the opposition party will not say, ah, we said it now, it's not capable now. Is this, is that. Now, starts speaking big, big to Renshi. So, in my opinion, the issue of security is about engagement of the critical stakeholders. A bird cannot fly with one wing. Mm. Nobody can clap with one hand. Mm. And the truth of the matter is that no matter how, more, how much interested or interest, uh, uh, passionate the federal government is about the issue of security, they must carry the people... These relevant stakeholders along. Along. And because ensure that they king into the decision making. Because Mr. President, uh, the uh, National Security Advisor will not come on ground to monitor. He's the governor who is on ground to monitor and will determine uh, how best these things work out. So, more synergy is needed. Very nicely said. The last story we're going to track to this morning before I open up the studio lines for your contributions is coming out of the Nigerian Tribune. And SARS. Protesters stole $2 million, 17 million naira from my palace, says Obaki Olu. Oba of Lagos, Rowan Akinolu on Thursday gave an account of his loss during the NSAS protest, which was hijacked by hoodlums in October last year. Disclosing that the hoodlums who invaded his palace, cutting away his staff of office, also stole a sum of $2 million and 70 million naira belonging to him. The monarch made this known while speaking at the official handing over of the remodeled Glover Memorial Hall, Custom Street, Lagos Island, by the state governor, Mr. Babajide Sonwulu. The remodeled Glover Memorial Hall was also touched during the protest. Obakiolu told the gathering that he was making it known publicly for the first time that NSAS protesters stole $2 million and 17 million naira in his palace. Governor Sonwulu said the completion and formal commissioning of the remodeled Glover Memorial Hall reflected government's de determination to rebuild Lagos, revamp historic public assets, and also develop the entertainment, creative, and tourism sector, which is one of the pillars of Theme's agenda. They said his administration was mindful of the fact that tourism and entertainment sector was an integral part of socioeconomic development and the overall well-being of the citizens and the need not why his administration would not neglect it, neglect it in its drive to make Lagos a mega city. 
So I'm going to stop right there. You can track the rest of the story from the Nigerian Tribune. Um, the heading reads, NSAS protesters stole $2 million, 70 million naira from my palace, says Oba Akin Olu. That's a lot of money. So want, you don't I have stashed in cash. I want to be... I want you to be the analyst you know. in this situation. I want to be the anchor. So why do you think the <laughs> Unfortunately, Oba... you can't be. <laughs> so, so well, I am can... the only one asking so questions well, on this program. So well, I can... why do you think the Oba has so much cash in, co- his, in his possession? Not just cash, oh. foreign, just currency. Cash. Uh, foreign currency. Two million dollars, a lot of money. I mean, it's an Oba. Maybe they brought it as you know, it <laughs> what they call it. What they used to do back in the day when you come and pay homage. Some people were some people were paying in for businesses in. In, in dollars, in exactly dollars. as possible. And so dollars is now a medium of exchange of currency. <laughs> but you also had 70 million naira, not just the dollars. So. Is, there, is there any, I think there's actually a law about the amount of money even naira you can keep in your house at mm. the time. Well, they don't tell us whether that rule applies to kings. Oh. <laughs> it might be different. But then, I think, um, <laughs> I think uh, after all, there, there, there's this, um, there, there's this thing that, this quote I like, at the end of the game, the king, the bishop, the queen, we all end up the pawn. Hmm. We all end up in the same box. Very true. And that box is six defeats. And so whether you have $100 billion, whether you have $100 million, whether you can account for them, whether they are money you cannot account for, whether they are legal, whether they are legitimate, whether they are illicit, at the end of the day, all of us are going to end up in a box. Six hmm. feet down. Hmm. And I'm sure we all answer for our for what, what we did rightly or wrongly. wrongly. That's my view on this. Very nicely said. It's 7.41 on the clock. If you want to be part of the conversation this morning, all you have to do is call us on the studio lines. And you can always drop comments on Twitter for us as well. On Twitter, find us at Fresh FM Abel Kuta. Once again, numbers to dial are 80 1079 You can find us on Twitter at Fresh FM Abel Kuta. And I'm going to start with Twitter. Um, I've got back-to-back comments on here. The first one is from Badadamlela3. And it says, on schoolgirls' reunion, we shouldn't be surprised hearing that government officials might be campaigning for 2023, hence the reaction from the parents. On Ogun residents seeking refuge in Benin Republic, this is very bad. Nigerians are afraid and unsafe. Thank you so much for your comments. Let's take our first call on the show. The numbers remain the same. 080-3322-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, sir. Your name, please, and where are you calling me from today? I like you. You need to open my name. Hello, good morning. We can hear you, sir. You're calling us from where? Welcome. Okay, hello, good morning. Uh-huh. I like you. You need to open my name. Okay, I like you for me. From Iriakari. Welcome on the show, sir. Hello, yes, sir. Let's have your contribution. Okay. Okay. From Iriakari. Yes, sir. Let's have your contribution, okay. sir. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, on the issue of this, uh, uh, this uh, northern people saying they don't bring the food, they don't bring anything. Hmm. I, Okay, unfortunately, Al Haji, you might have to call us back. The network where you are doesn't seem to be cooperating. Zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seven nine. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you too, sir. Your name, please, and your location. Um, Mr. Kaiyote from Obata. Nice to have you, Mr. Kaiyote. Welcome on the show. Let's have your contribution. Okay, is the issue of this uh, job? I was taken away by two uh, I don't think it's proper for all to 
Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for your contribution, sir. Yes, guys, on Twitter, don't forget you can drop your comments at Fresh FM at Belkuta. Akorede Camille, that's underscore Akore Bami says, Rolake, let's even accept the long speech. But when the parents got tired of it and started reacting, the security operatives that were at the time that were there at the time should have managed the situation better. I think our operatives need better training on crowd control. I agree, they should stop being so trigger happy. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, you might want to call us back. The numbers remain the same. 080-3322-1079. The networks don't seem to be cooperating. So if you can get on Twitter to drop your comments, your contributions, please do that. Edun A. Abayami says there's a saying called... Hakim Karim. There's a saying called... The criminals that turn Borno and Northeast into IDP zones will be more vicious if they find their feet down in the South. I'm saddened that a time has come when Ogu Indigens will be IDPs wherever. Time to act fast is now. You know what they say now. If you do not, you know, appreciate the pain and the trauma that others are going through, you will appreciate it when it gets close to home. Because mm. since 2009, we've had Nigerians, your fellow country people, internally displaced from the northeast, from the north central, from the middle belt of the country because of, you know, terrorism, insurgency. But it's so easy because we're in the southwest not to feel it because, you know, we're not experiencing it the way they're experiencing it in other parts of the country. Mm. But now it's in the southwest. And you see, when we say IDP, we're not talking about um, Somalia, Ethiopia, Liberia. Now we're talking about Nigeria. We're talking about Ogun, talking about Zamfara, Bornu, and other states like that in the Federation. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Mrs. Rolake and uh, Mr. Karim. Good morning to you, sir. Welcome. Yeah, Polani Polani from Mishagawile. Nice to have you on the show. Let's have your contribution. Yeah, uh, I want to put my take on the, the two governors, you know, reacting. Uh, I mean, the one saying uh, maybe the government should seek uh, the international uh, support and the one that said the fly zone or non-sol fly zone it's not appropriate, hmm. you know. The, the the two governors, they have their own view and they have their own uh, reason for their reaction. You understand? But most importantly, what I notice is that like, the government, I mean the federal government, there should be a kind of synergy with this uh, the situation that we are on this uh, insecurity. Because if there is no synergy, there is no way they can be able to fight the you know the the, the war to the end. I mean, to, to be successful. You understand? Because as it is that the people that are the chief security of their different states are telling you a particular thing, but the federal government, they are doing something else. You understand? So the fact remains that both of them have reasons, and government should sit to their reasons. You understand? Someone like me, I have my own opinion too. You understand? Mm. Like, no, no fly zone, I don't think is a, is a, is, is an issue. You know, to to bring that kind of uh, development, that no fly zone, it can work. You can do some certain things that is not clear to us. You understand? Now? So that's just the case. But if the governor can be able to say one or two things that is justified, they can be able to do that too. Unlike the one that asked for 
uh, what's it called? Uh, the international support. Me, personally, I've been saying this for uh, quite a long time now that you should seek international support. You understand? Know, because all this uh, strategy that we are using is old fashioned. They should we strategize. You understand? Know, I said it on this guy several times. You understand? Know, and uh, most importantly, to the other, I think uh, that money mm. uh, it shouldn't be something that should be kept home. You understand? Know, mm. At least, with no reason. You understand now. Mm. He's, he's an educated Oba, so he knows uh, the, the the implication of you know keeping that kind of uh, currency at home. You understand now. So it's, it's, it's not justified, you know, keeping that kind of money at home. But notwithstanding, uh, I think uh, it is a lesson. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank Good you morning. so much, Mr. Falari. You are appreciated for your contribution. On Twitter, Badadamlala3 says on Zamfara Jet Ban, sincerely, every attack, kidnapping, or banditry happening in this country has an element of internal enemies in this country. May God help us fish them out and bring them all to shame. Hello, good morning. Good morning, uh, Rolake. Good morning good to morning. you, sir. Welcome. Good morning, Akim. morning, sir. Welcome. This my, is Mr. My, Paul Oni. Yes, my name is Paul Oni. I'm calling from Abelkuta. Very nice to uh, have you on the show. Welcome, it, sir. It's so laughable when a retired senior police officer will say he's killing, he's keeping such amounts in the house. Is he a bureau they change or is he a bank? Uh, he should be charged for money laundering, honestly. <laughs> but he's an oba, unfortunately. Uh, an oba or no oba? In senior clubs, he would have been arrested mm. immediately. It's like he doesn't even know what he's talking about. How can he keep such money in the house like he kept 5,000 bags of rice in his house mm. and missed poor and hungry people? Mm. He is so bad, and he's still coming out to say, "Thank God those boys share their money. <laughs> At least it will relieve, it will relieve their, their attention." <laughs> Akim, yes, I, I agree. I agree totally with you. The chief security officers of the states should be in charge of their own security, and stakeholders should be considered when decisions are taken. Mm. But by declaring no fly zone in that area, I just want to tell you what it means. It okay. means that any Plane we'll flying, whether down. helicopter or anything flying at night or anywhere, we'll the air force will shoot it down. That's okay. what it means. But they have to and see; it, they have to be able to detect the plane, don't they? No. they or anything will, at all? They okay. know. They, they the zone. Okay. They will declare. They will shoot it down. They okay. know if you take off in the night, you can't fly without light. Mm. You can't fly without instruments. Mm. They will. They will. They will know. Except they don't want to shoot it down. They will know. Okay. Fantastic. So it's a very good. It's a major aspect of the security because no plane will be able to drop food or arms for them hmm. so it's very very good as far as i'm concerned hmm. then the issue of declaring uh, the ship aside for everybody that carry arms i think the president is waking up even though he has slept for over five years thank god he's finally waking up i hope he does more so that we can have a, a better uh, security situation in the country hmm. for those people People that rioted at the place, ah, I love Nigerians. They are now waking up. Also, the Amumu is coming to an end. When I was in Ivory Coast, mm. they came to the streets to riot that the president is talking too much on their television. Oh, people should take, yes, people should take take this kind of actions all the time. How can you people release girls and then start talking? Is their own education that is being destroyed? Mm. Like they say, they will, they will, they will hold food. Let them hold their food. We don't need it. We will, we will eat and get fat here. Criminals are killing all our people. You are not complaining. When people now reacted, you are not saying you are holding food. Ompe, 
don't know. Thank Are you, you easy? Thank you very, Thank you very much. much. God bless you. <laughs> Amen. God bless you right back, Mr. Poloni. I appreciate your contribution. Arak Bashala, Alorum says, Good morning. The no-fly zone is just a pat on the back. Government should be proactive by taking the bull by the horn. Move grounded f- ground forces into the forest and the mining site. With regards to what was taken from above Lagos, on, once a police, always a police. <laughs> Thank you for your comments. Edu A. Abayami says, The first time it was rumored that bandits get supply from choppers, we thought it was one of those baseless criticisms in bad faith. Now we can conclude that the criminality in the North is well-oiled cartel that the Northern elites should fiend, shouldn't fiend ignorance of. Thank you very much for your comments. We appreciate you. Um, I've got another one here from Ayanto Imbo, Adeshina Ulu Strings, and he says $2 million and 17 million naira. And he got the boldest to say this outside. Oh no, what an evidence of corruption. What a leadership decay. Is this a model? The more we vigorously lament on leadership negligence and failure, the more egos these bad leaders grow. Thank you for your comments. Critical Scorpio says, Ogun State Information Handlers should stop misinforming the public. He says, Oba of Lagos had $2 million and $70 million cash in his palace. Oh, shock me back on. Okay, that one's from Official Combination. Critical Scorpio, please tell us what you mean when you say Ogun State Information Handlers should stop misinforming the public. Can you elaborate, please? Morani KG on Twitter says, On the issue of the huge money stolen from the palace, my thought is that it's a, hu- it's huge and- it's a huge and unnecessary lie. Why would someone keep such money at home or else there's skeleton in the wardrobe of the Oba? Anthony Olugwenga says Oba Kinolu carried his bank from police station down to palace. King, the bank manager. Thank you for your comments. We appreciate you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sister. Good morning to you, sir. Welcome on the show. Good Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, sir. I'm Taufik. I like to be. Welcome, Mr. Taufik. Nice to have you here. Where are um, you calling us um, from? Honestly, honestly speaking, you both are the best on radio. <laughs> Thank Every you, sir. Day. Thank you, sir. Oh, yes. Thank you, sir. Oh, my contribution. Yes, sir. A lot of people have said so much about the comments of what I showed you. It's really unfortunate. But for me, I'm not surprised. But if this is coming from an other of this part of the of, of this part of Nigeria, then all you got to come out and condemn this. Especially now with what Nigerians are facing. I don't know that our others are so rich like this. And it's really unfortunate. Then on the issue of immune security, I keep saying it. There is nothing like insecurity, but corruption, hmm. <laughs> and when people can do whatever they do. So, impunity. Hmm. So, that is the result we are getting. All this insecurity is as a result of how corrupt we are. By the time we start like this uh, insecurity, we will find the root of corruption. 
Amen. Thank you very much for your contribution this morning. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for being part of the show. It's 7.55 on the clock, which means we are almost completely out of time on the show this morning. Um, but before I head out, before we say our thank yous and goodbyes for this week, I've got one or two more comments on Twitter. Ola Komi Lanry says, my question is that has Governor Matawale informed the federal government that illegal mining activities has been going on in Zamfara and these has been the aid and this has aided this is aided by the flights no flight zone is a step in the right direction and mr governor should stop playing politics thank you for your comments i mean people have been aware about you know the illegal mining in zamfara for a while i think that's why the federal government your set gold. up yes yeah, so your gold <laughs> our gold that's why they set up the artisanal you, you have more rights to the gold me zamfara and Oshun, both sides ah, <laughs> you have both gold in zamfara and Oshun. yes so both ah, sides gold and girl. i'm not even from lagos where we can ship it out <laughs> <laughs> no but you should build airport in zamfara no why we should not build in Oshun. They they, if you try one cargo airport now <laughs> I think they, they just cleared the land and oh, threw some money away. Nigeria is interesting. We're out of time. Let's have last words. I will tell there. you, I've not had salary in eight years. Yes, I've never yes. stolen money before. Mm. Well, okay, <laughs> we should forget that go. one. <laughs> <laughs> I've joined the gang. Look, you got gang. <laughs> Well, out of time for this week. We appreciate you for joining us, for always being part of the show, for all your contributions. And even our silent listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and for listening to us, for staying tuned. We'll be back next week, Tuesday, God willing, exclusively on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. My name is Rolake Bello Oderindi, and you just listened to Hakim Karim. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. Keep it on Fresh FM and have a fantastic rest of your day. Hearing the best makes you feel your best. Broadcasting worldwide, the latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh, Fresh. 107.9 FM. Cause